0: Okay, poke your toe. How do you like the room setup? <laughs> You're very comfortable. Yeah. And too comfortable. Exactly. <laughs> the last night was so important. Yes. Okay. Anyway, we're at the very top of Yud Aleph. We're continuing to review statements of our Mishnah that said, HaHedjo Tofer Kedarko. An unskilled person can sew in his usual manner and the uh, the skilled person has to do it in a different way. Let's just make it a little bit bigger here. Okay, so now we want to know what is considered an unskilled person when it comes to sewing and what is called a skilled person. I definitely qualify as unskilled. Hey What is considered an unskilled person who consult and uh, regarding this law? So there's two opinions. Amr Devei from the school of Rabianai they said Whoever is unable to draw a needle full of stitches at one time you have to have to pass the needle through the garment in and out Several times you fill up the entire length of the needle. So when you pull the needle, you complete many stitches I don't know exactly what that means. I guess you go in. I guess you don't pull after every one You pull in and out and in and out and out and then pull So be able to do that if you're not able to do that, then you're unskilled I didn't even know you're supposed to do that <laughs> Rabbi Yosef Archanina, Archanina says Uh, well they could start oh then to say Kaddish yeah. okay so you volunteered sorry is okay. Raviv there hopefully he'll come okay he says whoever's not able to make an even hem on the bottom of the garment what they would do is they'd sew a thick then, already. Then, 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 How do you like that? The, already then, got scarred yeah. for wanting to do it. Okay, <laughs> they'd sew a thick strip of material to make a hem at the bottom so it wouldn't rub out. You're not you're considered unskilled if you can't sew the strip evenly, but instead it makes it wider on one end, narrower on the other end. That's not considered an expert. Okay, now what if you're an expert? You still have to fix something, but you can't do it in the expert fashion. For Ha'uman, and the Mishnah said the word is, he is machliv. So what does machliv mean? And again, we have two interpretations. My machliv, what does it mean to machliv? Rabbi Yochanan Omar, he says, mafsia. it makes stitching similar to wide steps. Now, you know the word machliv, again, let's look at that word machliv. What word is inside the word machliv? That's one way of looking at it. Try another way. I believe. Kelev. No. it has got the letters Kelev. So something to do with doggy. In order to make a dog stitch. That means the stitches are not close together. They're spread out just like a dog that the teeth of a dog are spaced apart. They're not straight. they like next to each other. They're spaced apart. So when you're sewing it, you're leaving space in between the stitches where it's not completely full, like connected. Robert Shmuel another doggy type of stitch is shine Kalafta. It's like the teeth of a dog. Besides the fact that the dog's teeth are uneven, okay, so let's say you could even do it even, but they're not done on the same level. Some stitches are higher. Some stitches are lower, like a dog's teeth. Dog's teeth, one tooth is higher than the other. So therefore, so in other words, you're making a corrupted stitch. You don't make it in a proper way. Listen, what should what should a professional do? If a garment rips, he has to fix it. So you don't do it in a professional way. Okay, now that we're going to have a long discussion about beds. It goes all the way to the Mishnah that uh, is not that uh, nogea for us because we don't have to make our beds. In other words, make the bed. I'm not saying make the bed, but make the bed. We're making the mattress. Instead of the mattress, we're making the bottom part of the bed. So the Mishnah says, what can you do? We can interlace the supports of the beds. Instead of having a hard board, there were strings. You would interlace the strings and then you put the bedding on top of that. So now we want to know exactly what is the string lacing that happens over here. And this is a machlokes and it it must have been very relevant in the days of the Talmud. Okay, because they're spending so much time talking about it. Okay, so my masargin. what does the word masargin mean? The Mishnah said you're allowed to be Masargin. And uh, the other thing, it talks about Mematchin. Uh, There's there's two things that the Mishnah mentions. Okay, we may, it says Masargin If you're allowed to be Masargit, and Mematchin, and tightening the bed supports. So what does that mean exactly? Kiosa Rav Dimi, Ravdimi Rav Dimi came along and he said, he said, first of all, I want you to know, It's a machlokes, and the machlokes depends on, and both of them said it, They said what it was in the names of Khiskiya and Rabbi Yochanan. So there's a machlokes, what was said in the names of Chizkiah and Rabbi Yochanan in terms of, uh, uh, and Rav Chiyah Bar are arguing upon what they said. What is, what is allowed to do? Chad so they're bringing a machlokes over there. We don't know who said what. Chad one says, Misargin, what is Misargin? Shesi ve'erev. It's weaving the ropes of the blood lengthwise and crosswise. Okay, you let b- both ways. Now Tolsos has a question: Why this should be permitted on cholamid in a normal fashion? Seems to be pretty professional work. Rush explains: praying the bed is permitted because not having the bed prepared would be considered something like a Dover ha'aved, something that will be lost, which is sleep. Yeah. <laughs> You're losing your sleep. Okay and some suggest that's only if there is no other bed. If you have another bed, just use the other bed. But obviously a person needs to have a, a bed to sleep on and that's a, a really losing sleep is a, a real loss. So anyway, so so what is that? So masargin is you cr- put it one way the ropes and the other way and that's how you interlace it. Mematr means shesih below arif. For it's the placing the ropes of the bed lengthwise without weaving them crosswise. The Chadomer and one says that Masargim is shesih below arif. You're doing it lengthwise without crosswise, which would mean to say, what's that implying? That weaving the ropes of the bed lengthwise and crosswise would be forbidden because we're saying what's allowed, and he's allowing one step lower. For since the bed is usable with lengthwise ropes alone, the rest will be considered excessive exertion. So a can you do it lengthwise and crosswise? Because lengthwise, it still will hold it, but not as sturdy. So the first of it says lengthwise and crosswise, and the other way is just lengthwise. The other one says no, is just lengthwise, but not crosswise. So what's with that if the ropes were loose, then you can tighten the ropes. You can tighten them. Okay, so that is the machlokas. What does it mean you can do? So does it mean you can do it lengthwise and crosswise and for sure you can do it lengthwise? Or no, only lengthwise. And what's the other thing is tightening. That's what they say. Now obviously the question is, if I can do it lengthwise and crosswise, why do they have to tell me I can do it lengthwise? Because if I can do it lengthwise and crosswise, that's opinion. I'm saying the first opinion, so you know, of course, mamashe. Like if I can do lengthwise and crosswise, so why would why would I have to even say it lengthwise? Second opinion even is between lengthwise or crosswise. I can't see one or the other. One necessarily lengthwise. I guess also it's. I, I guess as well. maybe may, maybe it's one and not the other, could be maybe it's one and not the other. Maybe lengthwise is better. I don't know cuz it's long, but I I don't know I don't know, but uh, the second one at least is offering you two different things that you can do. They're totally different things. One is tightening, that's a totally different thing. So that makes more sense. Well, that's it's already there yeah but Rope. he's but he's, so he's saying you could adjust it although tightening t- sometimes is you know a bit of work but i guess you can tighten both the lengthwise and the crosswise anyway that's what their machlokus is so they're saying that's what they're arguing about to which the gemara says any is this indeed to- so that the term misargi means to place the ropes, ropes crosswise only but placing the robes crosswise and lengthwise will be forbidden according to the second rabbi. If you want to say that that is what the machlokas is? Can you do it lengthwise and crosswise? And there's an opinion that says you cannot do both. Well, wait a minute. The tachlif of Barshol taught in a b'risa and he says regarding this machlokas of Rab Meir and rab Yossi, they say, Vishavin and they agree, she'ein m'avshilin chavolim le'chachilo. They agree that when we may not twist new ropes during Chol Hamoid, okay, they're discussing that there's, you're not allowed to twist ropes on Chol Hamoid. So let's see how that fits in to our discussion of the beds. So Bishlema, that's good, Lama Masargin who says that you can do the beds lengthwise and crosswise. Okay. And you can also do uh, lengthwise without weaving them crosswise. All right. So now heini dictanarov tahakli of our shawl. Now that's why it's necessary for Rav T- of Bar-Shol to teach us that for shoving, but they agree, that they agree we will not twist new ropes during Cholomoy. Why? For he is informing us that although Rav Meir allows new ropes to be placed both lengthwise and crosswise, even though you're allowed to do that, but you can't twist new ropes on Cholomoy. In other words, even even though there's a lot we can do that's the point there's a lot we can do for the beds but we cannot twist the ropes to begin with I guess it's part of making making new ropes I guess part of making new ropes and twisting them right Ella but the one that says that there's not that much leniency Ella but the one who says that Masargin means just lengthwise without crosswise and which means, and you can mamaskin. mamasko that you tighten it. So let's think about this. Hashdashesi va'arufa You already been strict. Ready, said I can't go lengthwise and crosswise. You're ready saying there's high limitations on that. And they both, Reb Meir and Reb say you can't do that on initially. So then chavolim Is there a need for him to state that new ropes cannot be twisted? (laughs) If you agree that you can't even put them lengthwise and crosswise, of course you you have to tell me you can't even do that. It's not going to tell me you can't twist the ropes. So therefore that interpretation is difficult to understand. To which the Gemara says, you're right, Kasha, that's indeed a difficulty. (laughs) In other words, so, th- this opinion seems to be difficult in light of the fact of what the other two rabbis say. Why would you have to say that? Okay, so that is one way of understanding all this. However, the Gemara now is going to give a new definition, another opinion of what Messargin means. So, Amale Rav Nachman Bar Rav and he says, Me Shesi below earth. Is there really anyone who says that Masargin refers to lengthwise without crosswise? Was he's rejecting this opinion out of hand, even though we've already knocked it out with a question, but he's going to also show another reason why you cannot say it's lengthwise without crosswise, that's allowed. Well, not, for we learnt in a Mishnah. This is that same Mishnah. Rabbi Meir Omer, Rabbi Meir says, Hamita. We're talking about what defines a bed as a bed regarding tumma. Hamita, Shlo shabatim. A bed is considered a finished utensil and it could be makabal tumma from when three boxes are interlaced. In other words, the spaces between the ropes which are crossed are called batim, right? A little square, right? The reference here is to the completion of a bed whose ropes have already been placed in lengthwise. But it's not considered a bed yet because there's no boxes. So in other words, you already made them go lengthwise. Bed is not Makabal yet because it's apparently not a functional bed. So now when does it become a bed? When you make three boxes. So I guess if you do one across, you may have three boxes, right? When ropes are then placed crosswise, there are three boxes made from the ropes the bed is susceptible to Tumah. So it's clear from the Mishnah, and they're saying the word yisrog. When does a bed become Tumay? yisrog. When we've interlaced it, and interlacing therefore means you're going lengthwise and crosswise. That's what Misargim means, because the Mishnah says that's what it means. So therefore, that it's a second way of refuting this opinion that Masargin means only lengthwise. While the other opinion says lengthwise and crosswise. So that can't be it. Kamor accepts that rejection. Elakiasa Ravin when Ravin came, he said, So now we gotta change the whole machlokas. Initially we said where the machlokas was and where it wasn't. They were arguing about lengthwise and crosswise. So now, Ravan, we have to come back and change the whole discussion. He says like this, Everybody says, Masargi means lengthwise and crosswise. There can't be any machlokas about it because that's what Masargi means. That's what the Mishnah says. Where is the machlokas By the second definition, we're talking about mamaskin. Okay. Marsover one says Mamaskin below Earth. One says that Mamaskin means just lengthwise and not crosswise. Then one says if it was loose, you tighten it. So that at least makes sense. Now, now that means we've amended that original statement. Nobody argues about Mamaskin that's lengthwise and crosswise. The question is a Masargin. The what's mimaschen? One says it's lengthwise without crosswise. The other one says if it's loose, you can tighten it. So even with that understanding, still the Gomorrah is going to challenge that explanation. Even though you took care of a question from a mission in Kalim, we still have a problem. It says we can be misare dimita. That's crosswise and lengthwise. lomar. And it goes without saying what shemamaskin that you can be mamaser. Now that is D-Ray rameir. That's the words of rameir. Now why would it be? And that goes without saying. Goes without saying you can do lengthwise. If you can do lengthwise and crosswise, remember that's the question we mentioned in the beginning. That's why the the mishnah says. And it goes without saying. (laughs) Goes without. Why is it goes without saying? Because lengthwise and crosswise. I can of course do lengthwise. That's where I Meir holds. Rabyosi morosi says, Mamaskin Avalom We may do mamaskin. Okay, we can tighten it, but we may not interlace. You can't interlace. And you can be mamaskin. So maybe mamaskin means just one, but you can't do both. The shamrim, and some say, ain't mamaskin koliker. You can't do Mamaskin at all. So you got all kinds of opinions now. So now we gotta go back. What did we say Masargin and Mamaskin mean? So we said everybody says Masargin is interlacing. Mamaskin, it means either one one way or it means tightening. Right? That was Machlokas. So now we got three opinions over here. The first one says you can masaric, you can interlace both ways, and it goes without saying mamaskin. We would assume that means just one way across. Rabbeyo says you can be Mamaskin, but not Masargin. Okay, and some say you can't even be Mamaskin, you can't do anything. So be some of that Shasti The one who says Mamaskin means crisscross. And really everybody we were saying means crisscross. Hainu da therefore, it comes along. Yesh Omrim laflum. So therefore, some can say and disagree with the first opinions and say you cannot place the ropes of the bed lengthwise without weaving them crosswise. But the one who says it was weak, and you want to stretch it, is it possible to say that even tightening is forbidden? He's not doing a labor of tightening. How can you say that? Gamora says, In, yes, you can. In their opinion, even tightening ropes is forbidden since it's possible to fill in the gaps with garments so it's possible to lay on the bed and therefore lo tarkhina, we can't exert ourselves to tighten the rope. So there's a way of explaining why even a mosque doesn't make sense because then tightening would be unnecessary exertion. The other rabbis say no, since the board of the ropes is superior than that of putting to fill in the depression than just putting in clothes, preparing the ropes by tightening them is permitted, even if it's for the festival. Placing ropes, so it seems from all these opinions, as long as there's not a great, great tircha, but if it's something you need and there's no other bed, you can do that. Okay, this is all not nogea for us, we, we have regular beds. Now, the question is, let's say, let's say the uh, once I don't know so once in a while sometimes the bed frame separates and you have to put it back in in the old days when we bought cheaper furniture that would happen to us nowadays thank God I don't have to worry about that but there are times where the bed it just go like or sometimes the bed board uh, the, the, the what do you call it the sides separate a little and the board falls in so then you want to prop it up and put it together so it would seem, from this Gemara, according to some things, if you have other beds, you should sleep in other beds. Um, others would suggest, but if, let's say that's your bed and you sleep well on that bed, then you could fix that bed as long as it's not a huge Tircha. Okay, I guess just propping up a board and putting, putting the uh, frames to closer is not such a big job. But, you know, you could tell what a big job is. What's a big job? When we got, my wife had delivered last week another exercise bike and it comes with the parts you got to put together. Clearly, I would say you can't do that on holomoyed. Because no, 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 no. I was sweating <laughs> like bullets. It took me an hour and that was hard work. That you can't do. But if it's something, it's just snapping two, three pieces together, then certainly that would be okay. Just, just a question. When we talked about the bed becoming a vessel. For Tuma, I mean, to be macabre Tuma. Now, that would only... That would happen if you did one cross piece, because then you would make three boxes at least. That's what the mission is saying. Right. So maybe you can do just the one cross piece, because that's not, to do more cross pieces may be exertion, but if you do one cross piece, maybe you're allowed to do one, because now it's become a vessel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like maybe, maybe there'd be allowance to do lengthwise and one cross piece. Now you can see why people only did it lengthwise. So why? To not make it be Macabaltuma. They could even go down permanently But still, it's not a, it's not an efficient bed. At once Chazal says it's not macabal it's not macabal That's it. In other words, you, you are not using a properly made bed, so it's not macabal So that would be a reason why people would do that. They'd rather, you have, you have lazy people. People right. say, let me just do what I can, because if it becomes tummy, I gotta take the bed to the mikvah. I don't wanna have to take the bed to the mikvah. I have to be really careful not to make it tummy. Yeah, so, so you know what, help. I'll just make sure the bed, I'll, I'd rather have a bed that's not so firm, They I don't have to worry. And then when my wife passes menopause, then I'll put all the crosses <laughs> in, and I don't have to worry about the bed becoming tummy, whatever. I'm just saying, so that's that, that would be issues in that. Okay we got a couple minutes let's just start the next Mishnah very short again different behaviors are they permitted are they not permitted on Cholamoid and we are now talking about ovens and there's two types of ovens there's an oven with the, the construction is a little different than the other as he's going to explain one is called a Tanur and one is called a Kirayim a Tanur has room on top for two pots so the heat is spread out a little bit Akira has room for one pot and therefore the heat is more concentrated H Shabbos the difference is it's much hotter the the the, the, the one with the one opening because all the heat is only going through one hole while well, one with two it's not as hot okay so now the uh so can you make an oven or a stove on homite so we said we can't we can set up an oven or a stove and millstones on Chol Setting up the means may be constructed from scratch. Okay, so now the question is, why can you do that? Well, very simple. If you don't have a stove, you can't eat. <laughs> That's pretty simple, right? It's very interesting. Uh, there's different versions. Some say millstones is not in the Mishnah, etc., etc., because millstones has a little bit of a different. It's not the actual baking of bread. It's a preliminary. But either way, it seems from this Mishnah that the preliminary is okay. This is a tsarech You need bread. You need cook. You need to cook. So you could do this. However, when we're talking about the millstones, there seems to be a step that Rabbi Yehuda disagrees with. He says, you can't just carte blanche, fix the, make the millstones. Yehuda says, betchila. You cannot mechabesh, where English, the translation gouge the millstone initially. We'll have to see what that means regarding a new millstone. Moore's going to ask right away, what does mechabshin mean? It seems that Tanakama says you can do anything you want to make a millstone. Remember, a millstone is two stones, one on top of the other, and you turn it, and the grain goes through, and it gets crunched up in the millstones. So Rabbi says you can't do everything. You can't be mechabesh them. So the more now wants to know is my mechabshin. What does mechabshin mean? So Machlokas, if you don't mehr, Rechayat means you cut grooves into the millstones. Okay, we got the lower stone that's on the bottom and the upper one is the one that rotates. So a pair of smooth millstones will not grind the kernels properly. So the lower millstone is roughened by cutting grooves into it and the ridges will catch the and grind the kernels because of the grooves. So that is this idea of gouging it, and therefore he's saying, uh, Rabbi Yehuda said, you can't gouge it. So what did the gouging mean? So Rabbi Yehuda, not to be confused with Rabbi Yehuda, says gouging means putting those grooves in. Rabbi Chilomer, he says, no, that's not what it means. It's bas enon. It means cutting a hole in the middle of the upper millstone through which the kernels go. In other words, you got the upper millstone with a hole, the lower millstone with the grooves. You put the kernels through the middle of the millstone, you're turning things, and now when it turns over the thing below, that's what grinds the kernels. So one says it's putting grooves in the bottom one, one says making a hole on the top <laughs> one. So now, May Savay, the Gomorrah is going to question Rev Yechiel's position of putting a hole in it. It says in our Mishnah, Mamidim Tanur, or, or Brysa rather, Mamidim Tama Moed. You can't build a stove and an oven on Cholamoid, Ubovat, Shalol, Yigmar, Melachton. provided you don't complete their work. In other words, there's got to be something not completely done perfectly, some kind of Shinoi. Because after all, there's quite a bit of work, so you make a little bit of Shinoi. Divrei revelos you can even complete it. You don't make any shinui. Rabbi Yehudo mermishmo, Rabbi Uler says in Revelation's name, you can set up a new millstone and, and we can gouge an old one. You could set a new one up, but you can't gouge it. The old millstone that was gouged, but it wore out. You're allowed to gouge. The Yesh Oman and some say Eimachapsin called Iker. You can't gouge at all. Now, Bishleim Lemandomer Machapsin Menakarecha. If you say Machapsin means that you're putting a uh, cutting grooves in it, ah, hi to That's where you have an old one. An old one can have the grooves that wore out. An old one had to have grooves. So okay, we can fix it up. Lemandomer Bas Ayna. It means to put a hole in it. What do you have to say? Put a hole in an old one. An old one already has a hole. So that can't be the pshat. Where it says, no, you know what it could be. You want to make the hole a little bigger. It says you can make an old one. You want to make a bigger hole. It didn't work out so good. So we have no proof one way as to what that means. Okay, we'll stop it over there. We'll continue with millstone halachas. Tomorrow. All right. Yasher.